Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have an update to the Phillips lawsuit that we've been covering over the last few months, and then also we have some FDA approval news. So, Sean, welcome back. What are we going to talk about today? Today's news covers a collaboration between Ascensus and NVIDIA for AI and surgical robots, Align Technologies' new palatal expanders, Inogen's CFO is stepping down, FDA approved Boston Scientific's next generation Watchman Flex, and Phillips reached a settlement in that class action lawsuit. So lots to dig into. So let's jump into the surgical robotics news first. Yeah, Ascensus and NVIDIA are collaborating on using AI for Ascensus surgical robotics or intelligent surgical unit platform. Ascensus envisions a new realm of what it calls performance-guided surgery. So incorporating these evolving technologies like AI ought to continue its progress. And what is the goal of this partnership? So the partnership aims to enhance the intelligent surgical unit, the ISU, which is part of Ascensus performance-guided surgery offerings, including its flagship Senhance surgical robot platform, which was designed around the ISU. It's a real-time intraoperative surgical image analytics platform that leverages augmented intelligence to reduce surgical variability. It allows the surgeon to measure anatomy, place digital tags, enhance surgical images, and utilize AI-driven control of the camera. How will a census use NVIDIA's tools? So the company said it plans to use a broad suite of tools from NVIDIA to enhance ISU's augmented intelligence capabilities, built ISU already with NVIDIA's accelerated computing technology, with things like augmented intelligence features like digital tags, 3D measurement, and enhanced camera control. So both companies say that the collaboration sort of offers early access to relevant product roadmaps, fostering synergistic development, and they also want to jointly define business models for the development, deployment, and commercialization of digital surgical solutions. What did executives have to say on this collaboration? The Census President and CEO Anthony Fernando says the collaboration will enhance ISU's machine vision and image analytics capabilities while improving processing speeds and precision. NVIDIA Director of Healthcare Business Development David Niwoni said that the Census's ISU is a perfect platform to leverage NVIDIA's software-defined architecture to accelerate innovation and deliver new products to surgeons faster through software as medical device applications. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Align Technology launched its Invisalign Palatal Expander. Anyone in their life, in their childhood, who had to manually screw an expander in their jaw will likely know how effective this new system could be. And what is that palatal expander? 3D printed device that provides rapid expansion and subsequent holding of skeletal and or dental narrow maxilla or upper jaw. So it enables primary mixed or permanent dentition during the treatment of growing patients. What are some of the features of those expanders? I know you said that anyone who's had them when they were younger will know what they are, but what are some of the features of this one? Yeah, so it features removable devices staged in small increments of movements that expand a patient's narrow upper jaw to a position determined by their treating doctor. Customization of each device to a patient's unique anatomy comes through an Align iTero digital scan, and then Align's proprietary AI-driven orthodontic software develops a treatment plan and device design. So how does this differ from gold standard methods, and what are executives saying about that? 
Well, for starters, the company says it's the first direct 3D printed orthodontic device, and it provides a safe, comfortable, clinically effective alternative to those metal palatal expanders that required manually turning a screw in the device in the mouth daily to achieve the expansion. So, yeah, it's you literally stick, you know, a, a device in the mouth and screw, turn the screw to then expand your jaw. And it's, it's just a, you know, it's a process to say the least. So Srinikaza, the Align SVP of product R&D, said it's extremely rewarding for the team of engineers and material scientists to produce Align's first directly fabricated orthodontic appliance and pave the way for future innovation using direct 3D printing technology that enables more sustainable and efficient solutions. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Indigen's CFO stepped down, and the company has named an interim replacement. Kristen Kaltrider stepped down, citing personal reasons unrelated to any disagreements with the company, should be said. Who is taking on the interim role, and what is their career background? Mike Sergisgetter is taking the interim role, which he's actually familiar with, having done the same interim job at Inogen from December 2021 to March 2022. Before that, he served as CFO at Kimball Electronics, and the company said he brings 40 years of finance experience in the manufacturing services industry. What are executives saying? Nabil Shabshab, the Inogen president and CEO, thanked Caltrider for her contributions and said Mike has brought value to Inogen as an accomplished CFO and partner, and he's pleased to welcome him back to the company. Decades of experience across finance, M&A, and strategic manufacturing, as well as a track record, being a partner and advisor cross-functionally are strong assets to Inogen as it continues to execute against its 2023 plans and prepare for 2024. All right, let's talk Watchman Flex Pro. Yeah, the FDA approved the Watchman Flex Pro, the next generation Watchman platform from Boston Scientific, another milestone for the company, which has seen regulatory nods and positive clinical trial results over just the past few weeks. What is that device designed for? So Watchman Flex Pro is the company's latest left atrial appendage closer, LAAC device, that further advances Watchman's performance and safety. It's indicated for reducing stroke risk in patients with non-valvular AFib who need an alternative to oral anticoagulation therapy. So what has been the use prevalence of previous versions of the Watchman and what does it allow doctors to do? So it originally received approval in July 2020 and doctors have used it in nearly 190,000 of the more than 300,000 total Watchman procedures completed to date. The main key characteristics of the new device are the same as the main ones in the previous one including a fully rounded design for safe entry and maneuvering into the left atrial appendage. Doctors can fully recapture, reposition, and redeploy the device for precise placement, but this version has a new coding, visualization markers, and a broader size matrix, so just slight enhancements to an already you know popular platform. I see. And what are executives saying? Joe Fitzgerald, the group president of cardiology at Boston Scientific, said the newest LAAC technology was designed to enhance post-procedural healing, improve the precision of Watchman Flex Pro implants, and expand the size range of treatable appendages. He said the enhancements to Watchman Flex will enable efficiency during implant procedures and allow physicians to optimize treatments for their patients. And now let's talk about the Philips settlement. Yeah, Philips reached a settlement in the class action lawsuit over its sleep apnea machine recall, a major development in the ongoing saga around the longstanding Respironics recall. What does this agreement resolve? 
Well, it resolves all economic loss claims in the U.S. multi-district litigation, MDL, related to the voluntary recall. Phillips expects to submit the settlement to the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Pennsylvania later today, September 7th, although at the time of recording, about 3.30 Eastern Time, it hasn't yet been filed, so we'll keep an eye out for that. More will be added to the Mass Device article if it is filed. Subject to a court approval, the settlement includes no admission of liability, wrongdoing, or fault by any of the Phillips parties. What are some of the financial details of the settlement? Phillips Respironics recorded a provision for an amount of 575 million euros in the first quarter of 2023 to cover the estimated costs of the final settlement. The co-lead plaintiff's counsel said Phillips agreed to provide a minimum of more than $479 million to device users who purchased or rented recalled devices and incurred out-of-pocket costs and payers who reimbursed users for the cost of recalled devices. So when does Phillips plan for the settlement to begin? Phillips said it plans to further compensate certain individuals who acquired replacement devices post-recall, doesn't expect to begin payments until the first quarter of 2024 at the earliest, and the agreement doesn't settle any personal injury or medical monitoring claims in the MDL, which Phillips parties have moved to dismiss. And that was the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today and for this week. So thank you, Sean, for giving us all your insights. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us next week for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. 